Man to man, here we go. We're, I don't know what episode we're on, four? Episode four? No, we'll get there, but <laughs> not even close. We're on episode four. Uh, Dennis Lemire, Mike Makowski. Uh, Mike is uh, pastor, teacher, coach, mantoman.org, leading events, coaching men, solving problems, father, husband. Everything you need to know, right? So, I don't know um, about that. But. Yeah, well, <laughs> so here we are, um, going to try to walk through a, t- a tough subject. So this is one that, um, man, this is one that I've been, I've just been kicking around for the last couple of weeks here, and I've been, I've been sending you things that kind of come up, and what's really, like, kept bringing me back to this is this song. It's, it's I am your beloved. It's um, uh, Jonathan David Helser is, is the, is this the. Um, artist and um like it's literally one of those songs that every time i listen to it it makes me cry and i'm not like i'm not too proud to say that right like i'm not too big of a man to say oh my gosh i don't ever cry right like i do i bawl like a freaking baby every time i listen to the song it's just it just gets me like it can be on in the background and it and like i if i'm lifting weights i have to f- go past it because it, i like i just it's one of those songs that gets me and um and and one of the one of the like the, I don't know I don't know music so I don't know if it's a chorus of verse I don't know what it is but one of the lines in the song is, the one who knows me best, is the one who loves me most, right. and that line like just, grabs me every single time the the idea of that right like, we. We talked about in in the last podcast about unconditional love, and you said, "Have you ever felt that way?" And I said, "No, not from other from, than from God." And 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 I that I think in our conversation before this, I admitted like that that's probably not true. I have felt unconditional love at times before, right? Um, in relationships in my life, it um, it's hard for me when when then that relationship ends or or isn't doesn't feel that same way because then it feels like it was conditional around just that moment. And, and that line of the one who knows me best is the one who loves me most. Like it just, it gets me, but it it raises the question to me of like, well, like what is love then? You know, I, I think that, um, you know, one of the things that we were talking about is that we were both raised in the idea that love is, um, love is a choice, right? Like love is a choice that mm-hmm. you make. But at the same time, I think that if I were, to, if we were to ask ten people out on the street, they would say that love is a feeling, right? So, you know, how do you, like how do you balance those things out? Like the idea of well, love is a feeling. I mean, is love a feeling, or is love a choice, or like some? combo platter like we're getting some (laughs) chicken wings and some mozzarella sticks here like what how do you make that work how do you balance out those things uh because it seems like it's kind of an either or in a lot of people's minds right right well i think i I think it's the combo platter you know uh i for many many years in the beginning of my christianity you know i you know was being told that love isn't a feeling ignore Mm -hmm. your feelings Mm mm-hmm uh, but at the same time, over the experiences of being with God for whatever many years, I can. There's been moments where I felt God's love, 
I honestly felt it. I felt it in moments of my life and times of my life and pain and in joy. Um, I don't think it's either or. I think you can. So you feel felt it. like that, like a like a physical emotion yes. of love. Oh yeah, from God. Okay. Oh yeah, that's what you're saying for sure, mm-hmm. multiple times. But now, what I think we can't do is base love off a of feeling. So how do I know that's God love causing that feeling? Because well, I trust that God loves me. I believe that God is love, according to First John, and so He can't operate out of that, mm-hmm. right? And so I think I think it begins. I think you're right. Too often we can we can we can judge our love off of feelings, but at the same time we gotta our love has got to be established in God uh, because God chose us before we chose Him. The Scripture says, right? Uh, right. So so God sacrificed even though I wasn't following Him, even though I was at my worst, God still made a choice to love me. Right. So like the saying is, you know, constantly I, I hear, you know, often people say like, you know, like the idea is you have to get yourself all cleaned up and then God will love you. But, yeah. but the reality is actually that God loves you in your mess. Right. Oh, yeah. And so it's the opposite. Like it's you opposite. don't have to get like he no. wants you to bring him the mess. Yes. Because of his love. Because just like that song said, what does it say again? Because he knows us. Like right. he, he already knows he your already mess. He already knows us, right. He knows You're not going to clean it up. He knows. He knows us at our best. Right. As your, yeah, you, he sees you as the best that you can be right. all the time. I mean, that's why the Bible says that I'm his masterpiece. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So he sees us at our best. So, of course, when he sees the pain of sin in my life, it's going to cause him to love me even more if that's possible. But it's just like a father to a son, you know, mm-hmm. uh, when you see, when you, uh, when you, when your son are doing things that you know is hurting him, it, it causes me to love my son even more because I can't stand in my heart the pain. So imagine God, who is love, looking at the world where we're at right now, right? And the right. pain. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, can, I can't even imagine aggressive. how God feels if he if he feels. I don't know, but the point is, is that that yeah, he he loves us because because he, he knows we he knows we're better than our sin, mm-hmm. and he knows we can be because you know God. The one that created us, he's the one that made us who we are. Um, in First John four, it says we know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in His love. And that's where I think the the big part of unconditional love is realizing these scriptures that talk about God is love. That God chose Mike Mikulski before I chose him. I have to trust that. I I have to believe that it's true about God, in order for me to have. Moments of unconditional love towards others, right, right, for you to exhibit some of that. Oh yeah, because yeah. that's the hardest part. Is right it is in our in our person to person relationships. People frequently are in love, mm-hmm. and then they're not in love. Right. You know, I have a sixteen year old son. It's like every other week, right? Like, <laughs> oh, I love this girl, and then the next week it's like I can't. She just keeps talking to me, and she won't shut up. And I'm like, but I thought you loved her. No, no, I don't love her. You know, right, I mean, right. it's like. Like, so if, if you can, if you base love, you know, I was telling you that the definition of love, right, is that like the, the uh, dictionary definition of love right. is it's both a noun and a verb. It's to, to have an intense feeling of deep affection right. or to feel deep affection. Right. Right. So, so the, the both ways that it goes, that's it. Like that's the whole definition of love is that feeling, right. which is 
like I said, seems to me where you get into that, like falling into and falling out of love. Right, right. So then when we apply that to God, it's like, I feel like that's what I'm doing is I'm applying that then to God. Right. Well, so yeah, God loves me when I'm feeling that love from him right. or when I'm doing all the right things or whatever. Or when he's doing all the right things. Yeah. Or, oh, exactly. Right. right. We've talked about that in the last couple episodes, right? Yeah. Is is when, yeah, when, when you're getting the result. Yeah. Or when you see God's result, you're like, oh, okay, I know God loves me because he did this. But God loves you, there is no falling out of. So there can't be a falling into, there can't be a falling out of because God doesn't fall into love with you. It doesn't work that way. Like, so to apply that same way that we have people-to-people relationships, I still feel like maybe we're doing people-to-people relationships wrong because... Like the that verse I was talking about in in Matthew, right, where it says, you know, they they asked him like, "What's?" I just had this conversation with my kids, which was great. You know, they asked Jesus like, um, uh, "Which is the greatest commandment?" Right. So there's like, "Hey, you've got all these good commandments: don't kill, don't steal, don't you know, lie, all this stuff." Like, there's a bunch of good ones. Right. What's the best one? Right. And they're trying to catch Jesus in like this. What is he going to say? The trap. Yeah. And he says, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart." Like that is. Above all of those other things, mm-hmm. that is the main focus, right? Um, and then it's, it says that's the first and the greatest commandment. But then he follows that up really quickly with, a, and the second is like it. Mm-hmm. So he relates the two together. All right. So it's love the Lord your God with all your heart. That's the greatest commandment. But the second one is like it. And it says, love your neighbor as yourself. Right. So that like... Like, that's a lot to unpack because now you talk about, like, well, what if I don't love myself? We all, in some ways, I think, love ourselves, right? Um, I think most people do. Um, But then we have to love other people again, and it's tying it all together. So you have to love God with all your heart, love yourself, and then love other people, like, all in that same sort of way. Clearly can't be the way of the dictionary, love, because that wouldn't work. That wouldn't last. Yeah. Right. Or be meaningful in it. No. And that's why you have so many broken relationships because their love is based off of that. So then how, like what, how do we then, like how, how do you, like how do we then love other people in that same way? Like I, the idea of loving someone else the way I love myself. Well, you figure, when you think about that love yourself, right? Mm-hmm. If you knew that there was a father that loved you, you're going to like yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you know you're, you're, right, you have the father who is the king of kings, right? right? I mean, even more than just a father that loves you. Right. It's like right. God loves you. God loves you. Your dad. Creator of father, the universe. Your daddy. Your right. daddy. He loves you. Doesn't matter what you do. Doesn't matter what you do wrong. He loves you. When you have that established in your heart, that my that I have a father that loves me unconditionally, that I can't mess up enough. I can't mess up big enough to where he's going to stop loving me. Mm-hmm. I internally am going to be able to go. I'm okay. I'm okay. No, I don't think you should love yourself to the point of where <laughs> it gets weird. Yeah. You know. But, I mean, it says God is love when you look at 1 John 4. We know how much God loves us and we have put our trust in his love. God is love and all who live in love live in God and God lives in them. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about a crazy combination of the fact of that 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 when I love God, He lives in me, right? Mm-hmm. And I live in Him. And so when I understand that, I'm I'm able to operate out of that towards people. When I don't have that, I'm operating out of Mike's opinions or feelings of what love is. But when I operate out of knowing that God loves me, that He lives in me and I in Him, and so it can't be a feeling then. You can't. No, you have the, I think the feeling. I think you can have the feeling of love, but I think the basis of my love is trust in God's love towards me. That's yeah, where you have to just choose from. to believe it. Yes. You have to just basically say, "I right. am going to believe right. that God loves me." Right. This. Period. Period. And he tells you, and he tells you, he did the he did the most incredible thing of all. Right. He sacrificed his own son so that we could live, so that we could experience him again, so that we could have a relationship back with our true Father, the one who knows me the most, right. still loves me the best. Right, so he showed it by sac. That's why the cross is so important. That's why the sacrifice of his son is so important. Because if you can't say that, if you can say God doesn't love me and yet believe in the cross, uh, I'm pretty sure he proved his love for you. Right. I mean, I don't know about how many how many of us would give up our son for a dying world. Right. You know, I would just to prove that you love that right. dying world, knowing that they're still gonna they're still gonna do yeah they're still gonna do what they want to do and disbelieve what they want and do right. it yeah right. Knowing that it's not, yeah, it's not, it's going to affect a large amount of people, but there's still going to be an even larger amount that are going to reject They still have a choice. Right. Right. That's really profound what you just said there. The fact that he gave up his son knowing that there would be people that would reject him. And some of them because of that. Yeah. Yeah. But yet he still chose to do it. That's going to start making me cry. Yeah. The reality that we have a Father God that gave up His Son, knowing that there there'd be some of us that would just not believe in Him or believe that He loves us. So to to how could you do that? I don't even know how that works. But I mean, it's it's it's. I mean, it obviously is why He's God and I'm not. Exactly. <laughs> in, the right. end, in, right. the, in the end, it's kind of that whole thing. But it all it also again to me, it's now. What the where I go is then how in the heck do I then take that and show that to other people because that is you know that's the that's the point of this is not just to be loved by God and to love God but it's then to again then the second one is much like is then the second part of that is then you have to love your neighbor yeah in that same way. And so to to apply that to other people, again, I, I feel like it even goes down to, I've had this conversation and I know, I don't know that, I know we don't want to dive into a whole bunch of political stuff, right? Because that's a, no. that's a disaster. Um, but. Don't get lost again. I won't. There's this, um, you know, there there's always this discussion about, there was just a shooting at the Mall of America a couple yeah. days ago. There's always this discussion, right? Like we need more gun laws and this and other thing. And I always think to myself, man, maybe we do. I don't know. Maybe we do, maybe we don't. I don't care about that. The point is, there was a 17-year-old kid that decided he wanted to shoot another 17-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. To me, the problem is that we have 17-year-old kids that are willing to shoot and kill other 17-year-old kids. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with how they choose to kill that person. It's the fact that there is someone, a 17-year-old kid, that has enough 
a lack of love, enough oh, yeah. lack of love for other people that they are willing to kill them. Yeah. That's the problem to me. Oh, yeah. And if you do away with that, it doesn't matter if we all own tanks. Right. We're not using them against each other. Right. We wouldn't even need them. Right. If you want to do away with guns, do away with 17-year-old kids that want to shoot other 17-year-old kids. Yeah. Because then we won't need guns. Yeah. They would just go away. Right. So... To me, like, that's the, you know, again, that's the big thing is how our job is to show the world how to exhibit that amongst each other is to make go is to love each other to do that. And so then to me, then I have to figure out how do I, I can't base it on this intense, deep feeling of affection because I'm not going to have that for my neighbor. I don't know my neighbor that well. Yep. So if I'm if I'm like in order for me to love my in order for me to not pick up my dog poop and throw it into the neighbor's yard instead of throwing it away, right? I need to have an intense, deep affection, affection, uh, uh, affection towards them. No, because I don't have that. Because I don't even know this person. Right. But if I have a respect for them as a person, and I have a like, I I don't want to do that because then he's got to pick that up, and it's not his dog. Yeah. Well, and so that's not right, right. to do that. Right. I'm making a choice to show that person love by not being a dink. Well, why did you he know? why did he send his son to die? What was the point of it? I feel like it was a trick question because there's a lot a of things question. that could be a point. Well, I mean, he sent his son for the sins of the just, world. Yeah, that just... humanity was hurting. That humanity was now affected by sin. If you looked at the neighbor. As someone that is a human, that's probably got struggles like we do, has mm-hmm. probably got things going on in their life that are tough, and you know, maybe you wouldn't need God or need the love of God if we saw each other in in aspects of. I'm sure they're going through some of the same things I'm going through, right? Mm-hmm. I think we look at each other differently. Instead, we go by we go by our feelings, and someone hurts our feelings, so now we choose not to respond out of love, but respond off the feeling, and that's usually hatred. And I would guess that kid at the mall didn't like himself, right? So he's not, yeah. So he probably is showing people the the lack of love he has for himself, oh, really. For sure, the lack of love that's inside of him, and the lack of understanding. The fact that he's he got to take and, a life. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know what that would look like or feel like, you know. Um, but but once again, the reality is, is is that you know how do we present that to the world? Well, love is an action. Love is a sacrifice. We can't go by what people do to us, but what we can offer them. Uh, because if I were to do, if I were to, just today at Chick-fil-A, you know, if I were to go off of some of the people on the headset by the way they were talking to me, you know, my response could have been definitely a different response. But what I chose to what? I don't know who this person is. And maybe they had a bad morning. Or maybe they lost, you know, I don't know why they're grumpy and mad at me. But maybe something in their life. <laughs> no, but... And, um, you know, what's interesting about what you're talking about is, you know, how do we bring that love to others? Well, obviously, we need to choose to love the neighbor despite what the neighbor does. we got to choose to. You know, it's so funny because we just had some new people move in. Uh, I think it's a younger couple. They just moved in. And uh, the day before Christmas, here's this young couple that shows up at my door. And they're like, hey, we're the new neighbors down the street. And they made cookies and they were giving it to all the neighbors. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Act of love. They don't know who they're giving it to. Right. We could have been anybody. You know what I mean? But I'll tell you what. Immediately I 
sense a little different about who they are and I want to get to know who they are, you know, I mean, not just because they acted out of love, but, you know, we read the scripture in Romans eight thirty seven. it says, um, knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. We are more than conquerors, but watch this. For I am convinced, and this is what we, this is what we need. If we're going to show love to others, this is what we got to be convinced of. That neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is Christ Jesus our Lord. I've got to be convinced of that. That nothing can separate me from God, from God's love. That God loves me that much, nothing can separate me. When I, when I can operate out of that, I'm going to love others. Despite my feelings. So, so you feel like, so you, your, your point is that when, when you allow, when you, your love, when you understand God's love towards you, right. that then you make the choice to love other people. Oh, yeah. No matter what. I'm more apt to more make apt. that choice. For sure. So you still don't every time. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. Come on, I just talked you up earlier. Oh, uh, no, thanks. Thanks yeah. a lot. No, absolutely not. We do, we falter. That's, that make, that goes to show you we're not Christ. Yeah, I suppose. All right, you know what I mean? I mean, if good. we could choose unconditional love every time, we'd be Jesus, and we, we can't. Right. And, and so, yeah, there are times where I still get angry, and I choose not to love, or I choose to respond out of hatred, or, or hurt, or pain, or, you know, whatever the case may be. There are moments like that. But then what do I do after that? You know, hopefully... I step back and go, wait a minute, wait a minute, that was not the right, right thing to do. You know, and I go and apologize, or I'm quick to forgive, the Bible says, or I'm quick to ask for forgiveness. Um, but yeah. Well, yeah, and what I've found is that, like, as soon as you take that, as soon as you step into that where you're not operating that way, because I am, like, in this, you know, like, I'm trying to operate in the love of God. Right. And so as soon as I operate in that way with someone else, I'm immediately like, oh, yeah. Like that's not what's that person now thinking, right? Like what does that person think about me? What are they thinking about themselves? They're definitely not feeling the love of God from what I just said to them right. or how I just responded to them, right? So like it, it like it immediately grabs me now. Right. And I can tell you that that's not always the right. way it was for me. Like I literally like I tattooed it on my arm <laughs> uh, you know, in August. I yeah. I got this tattoo and I, and I, I to, re, to literally to remind myself and to be so obvious that it was like I, I nowadays I feel like even if I'm like if I'm gonna say something bad like if I'm gonna yell at somebody I'm like am <laughs> I wearing a long sleeve shirt like <laughs> if I'm wearing a short sleeve shirt I can't yell at people or anything because I mean how ridiculous is that right that here's this guy with this God tattoo this tattoo it says God right and I got one too Sorry. right and and. And I'm gonna just I'm gonna yell at somebody in a parking lot or something like you know or driving. I used to, I used to all the time like you know ah oh, look at this idiot you know cutting across four lanes of traffic and they were idiots they were cutting across four lanes of traffic right they were or they weren't idiots they were doing something idiotic, yeah. you know. Now it's funny because the boys and I like we laugh yeah. in the car you know the boys are even like look at that guy boy you would have lit that guy up you know I mean, and. But we also, the other thing that we're doing now, which is even funnier, is that, like, we stop to help people. Before it was like, look at this guy on the side of the road. I bet they were driving 100 miles an hour and swerved and got, you know, now we're like, do we better stop and go see if this person needs some help? Right. 
again, because I don't know. I mean, I, maybe they were driving 100 miles an hour, but maybe they now now they feel bad about it, and somebody's showing them a little bit of love. Or maybe they don't feel bad about it, but somebody showing them a little bit of love might make them realize, like, hey, I can calm down a little bit on the road and be okay. Yeah. Or maybe it doesn't, and frankly, it doesn't really have anything to do with me. Well, those, those thoughts toward that person, you know, um, I was the same way. I was the same way on the highway when somebody would fly by me, yeah. you know, be fly by me and cut in. Until I was until I was heading home from, my wife called me saying, Tyler's getting picked up by the ambulance. I just want to let you know. I was flying by and cutting through a lot of people. And ever since then, when, ever since then, the majority of the time, there's still a time if they don't, but the majority of the time, who knows what's going on. Maybe the kid's sick at home. Right. You know? Yeah, maybe they're just late for work, but maybe it's, if they're late one more time, they could get fired. I don't know. And maybe they're just... An angry person. An angry person that right. wants to drive fast. Right. You're right. So my thoughts towards towards them, you know, we've got to control. I mean, we, those are the things that I think if, if, we, if we have the love of God in us, I think we're going to have less thoughts that are outside of love than we do that are loveful. I mean, I, I don't know, maybe, you know, whether I could tell, I'll tell you the story and... It's just, I mean, it's a simple act. I mean, love's an action. We know that. Love's a sacrifice. We know that. Um, but, I mean, Carrie and I love date nights. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we're consistent on them, and in some seasons we're not. And we were out on a date, and we were at this busy restaurant. And when we go out on a date, we're out there for, you know, we're, we're planning on spending two to three, four hours. We're not, you know, in a hurry. Yeah, you're not in and out. Super busy restaurant. And I'm sitting in a booth with my wife, and then behind me, uh, there, there was another couple. And we were sitting there for about, I would say about 10 minutes with no waitress, but it was just crazy busy. And all of a sudden, this waitress went to the booth behind us, and this guy starts ripping her. Just starts, you know, we've been sitting here for 30 minutes, we haven't even got water, what the F is your problem? Uh, uh, can you at least get us something to drink? And she's like, I'm very sorry, sir, I'll, I'll, I'll get you that water as soon as I can. And I'll be bring back the menus. Well, it was about another seven, eight minutes before she came back. And he goes, are you serious? And, and now I was getting up because I wanted to introduce him to the five-fold ministry, you know. <laughs> and um, Carrie's like, sit down. And I'm like, I'm going to have a chat with this guy. And I didn't. And uh, so anyways, after just consistent bashing, you're like, that's it. I want to talk to a manager. And so he, he took her and I saw him yelling at this manager. And I don't know what happened. But then Carrie and I were there for about 30 minutes. And the waitress comes up, and she was a young girl, and she came up, and she said, I'm sorry about that. Um, um, I'll get you guys your water, and I'll bring you your, menu, your menus. And I said, hey, take your time. I know it's busy. We're not in a hurry. I said, just, just go ahead and do what you need to do. And so I got to admit, Carrie and I didn't get a meal till probably an hour of sitting there. And um, after we were done and the place was kind of you know, less uh, busy, she came back. And I said, I just want you to know something. I said, you're the best waitress we ever had. And she started to cry. I said, what's wrong? She said, I'm a college student. This is my second job. This was my first night on the job at this restaurant. Never worked. You don't know. Right. Right. You don't know. Right. So hopefully that moment of time where I think we acted out of love towards her, despite the service. So, yeah, that's the big thing in that story, right? Is It's you had, like, in the, in the, grand view of things and in, in the in the normal view okay i'll put it that way right. i'm air quoting like some sort of <laughs> right. in the normal view of things you had every right to be upset at the oh, service yeah. right at some point you're like okay this is a little bit ridiculous yeah. but you made an actual choice to ignore 
that to not take that right. I have the right to be upset here. Come on now. But yeah. I'm not going to exercise that right. right. Instead, I'm going to exercise a little bit of forgiveness, yeah. a little bit of leniency, a little bit of grace and mercy and speak into this person, right? Yeah. And and I, I do that constantly now. Like, actually, the again, the boys kind of get irritated by me because, again, like, I've built so much margin into my life at this point that I have a lot of time to do a lot of things. Okay. I mean, I don't have a lot of extra time, but when I'm going to do something, I just build enough margin into it that I'm never in a hurry anymore. Okay. Um, you know, we went... Good examples. We were gonna. We went to church the other day, Friday, for a church okay. service, right? And seven fifteen or whatever. The service starts at seven thirty. You guys are all like, we're gonna be at seven fifteen. I said we're gonna go out to dinner first, guys. So we went out to dinner, but we were at dinner at like five o'clock. Well, it's three dudes. Five forty-five, and we're done scarfing our food down, right? I mean, we don't. <laughs> we're not. Right. I mean, it wouldn't have taken us any time, but. But again, I built so much margin in there that we get to the restaurant and the wait when the waitress is like, "Yo, hey, I'll be right with you guys." Yeah. My response is always like, "Hey, take your time." And and people and I do that constantly now to people. They're like, "I'll be right with you." Listen, take your time. Right. And I and I say it in that way, and in that tone, and it's amazing how you watch people just like, "Oh, really? No, yeah, man, like I can take, okay." You know, and, and they'll, they'll, you know, they come back with a whole different tone. They're not in that rushed, frantic. They come back and they're like, hey, thanks. You know, what can I do for you now? Right. And it's, it's because I've built that margin in my life that I don't, like, we didn't need to rush. We were there at 5 o'clock. So, you know, we're, we're like, hey, we're actually going to need to burn some time. So, you know, bring us some bread or something and go we'll get lost for a bit. And we're just going <laughs> to chill and hang out, right? right I mean, right. we're cool with that because... We have, you know, when we got to church early and we were standing out in the hall foyer and we got to hang out and talk with a pile of different people, you know, and again, maybe the boys didn't think that was the coolest thing, but I thought it was amazing. And I had, I don't know about you, but I had multiple people say, oh, it was so cool hanging out, talking with everybody out in the, in the entranceway or foyer there, whatever at church, you know, and again, because I've just built this margin in you. into my life yep. that I can then impart that on other people. Right. And so that can take away some of that stress. Yep. It can take away some of that. Um, it, it Again, d- would would a normal person define that? I shouldn't say, you know, I just, would a normal person? Like, we're not normal people. We're really <laughs> not. Let's face it. Most people know us, but not say we're normal people. Right. Would, would the average person say, like, that is love, though? Is that showing love? I think so. I think deep down in every person's heart, they know it when it ha- when it happens to them, or if, if or if you deliver it, I think you know. Uh, because if God is love and God lives in us and we live in Him, I I truly believe the most hateful people still want to love others. You know, I really, I just believe that. Sure. I, I don't know why, but I do. I think in the deepest core of our being. Um, we don't want to bring pain to anybody. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I, I, I know, I know it's like hurting people hurt people, right? Right, right. Yeah. Hurting people hurt people. Loving people don't hurt people. Right. Now, loving people make mistakes and sometimes hurt. Mm-hmm. But hurting people hurt people, and so I, I know deep down inside the reason that they hurt is because someone hurt them. Right. They just choose that path. And so, you know, if you can look at, I love 
um, the scripture I was trying to look for while you were talking mm -hmm. was in Philippians. It says, um, which is so true. It says, to, to, uh, you must have this. It says, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble. Thinking of others is better than yourselves. Right. Yep. Don't yeah. look out only for your own interests, but take an interest into others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Hmm. Though he was God, he could have did anything he wanted. Right. When they said, come off the cross, he could have came off the cross. Mm -hmm. But he, though he was God, he did, I love the other translation, he didn't demand his rights as God. Hmm. Right? Yeah, he chose, he chose to not... Like, he literally chose to not exercise his right as God, what we were just talking yeah, about yeah. before. And then watch this. Instead, now this is the posture that we're supposed to take. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Hmm. Okay, me and you got to be nice to a waitress. Right, yeah. Right. 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 I mean, which is why I think it feels like when we do it, it's like, well, that's not really love, right? I mean, Jesus died on the cross, and I'm like, I was nice to a waitress, you know? And, <laughs> but it is. It is. In a lot of ways, it is. I mean, I, I don't. Not, there's not everybody out there dying for everyone else. No. Like, it's just not. God is not asking us to do that. He's no. like, hey, I did that, so you don't have to. Right. But there's a lot of dying to ourselves. But dying, yeah. So, so what does that look like, right? So. Again, not exercising our right, right to, you know, hold things against people, right? Um, uh, you know, hold a record of wrongs, yeah. hold, you know, uh, um, to, you know, to, um, what's the other parts of that verse? Tears of dying to myself right now. Cub foods. Day before Christmas. Well, that's a disaster. Right? I you I'm in yourself. Cub foods. This I'm is in not the, loving I'm yourself. In the, I'm in the, well, <laughs> going to well, Foods. I, got, I walked in there to get three things, right? Yeah, I, got, I got three things, so I'm going to go through the fast checkout line. How many carts full of groceries do you think were at that heart fast checkout line? Oh, yeah, sure. You know the, the self-checkout? Uh, yeah. You're supposed to go there when you have like three things? No. People were at those things with 40 different, the full oh, cart. For sure. Now, I have a choice. I could be upset, be like, you should have went through the line, that's not a bad. Or... I could help the lady that went to the next line that had a cart because she dropped some things and I walked over there and picked it up for her, right? Right. Inside, frustration, right? Right. But I got three things I'm just trying to get out of. I'm just trying it's to ridiculous. get through, yeah, so. and I've got to sit in this line that's supposedly not supposed to be a line because it's a self-checkout, mm -hmm. right? But because I understand the love of God and he loves me, I chose to look at these people differently and say, they're just trying to get it out of here as fast as they can too. And then I end up helping so one person. It keep, you keep going back to this idea that loving is is a choice, right? And yep. I think that it's again that's how we started the conversation, right? Is is it a feeling or is it a choice? And it sure feels like you have to choose a lot of times to exhibit that. Oh yeah. You know, and because you know what I love choosing that you're never going to feel the love. Well, you but you can you can feel it too. But you know what I love about it? The fact of that this is what's happened. I'm sure it's happened to you. Hopefully it's happened to somebody else. When you choose to love somebody, when you choose to step out into love, but yet you feel inside like, oh, mm -hmm. but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to act, right? Because I know my action 
I'm going to act out of love towards this person. But then you see the reaction of somebody you do that to, and now the feeling goes away. The feeling of, of not liking it or not liking the person because all of a sudden that person, all of a sudden, thank you so much, like I say, the waitress, right? Uh, and so you may, ha- and I think that's kind of God's little way. It can, of- that can backfire on you, oh, yeah. though, because there's oh, yeah. times. I mean, like I just had that ex- the opposite experience, right? Where I chose to show love and yep. kindness and giving, yep. and the response was negativity and anger and yep. right, and yep. and it's like it can. Then it then it just like it, it just makes you think like, what? Why am I putting myself through this? Then? Yep. How many because it's not Jesus about me. Yeah, because it's not like it's just not about me. It's right. not. This isn't. Again, I'm making the choice yeah. because that's what I've. That's what I'm, that's the way that I'm choosing to live. Right, and that's that's, that's, that's that which I think that's key in what you just say there. I'm choosing to live this way, despite. Right. I mean, Jesus when he's in the garden, he's like, you know, if there's any other way out of this, right. But even Jesus was like, come on, yeah. Not my will, but yours be done. Because why? Because he knew what... He's choosing to live that way. He chose to live that way because he knew what that sacrifice was going to do for the entire human race. It says, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Right? The reality of what that love, that act of love was going to do to the human race. It it would save the world. It would bring people back to God. Um, What if those little moments change the entire direction of somebody's life, a smile at a grocery store. You know, I, I purposely try to do that to, um, to cashier people. I, I try to compliment, try because in busy seasons like this, you know, I mean, people, they get the grumpiest people of all time. Wow. And so my purpose is to choose to live that way. And you're right, I don't do it every time. I wish I could. Uh, but there are times where frustration gets the best of me, or there are times where upsetness gets the best of me. Uh, but I still think the more I understand how much God loves me, the more I'm able to love others despite what's going on. So the the one verse in John there I think is is good there. That first John is kind of where we've been cruising through. But three eighteen says like, let us not live. Don't say like. I can't believe I keep saying that. It's first John three eighteen says, let us not love with words or tongue, but with actions and truth. Come on. And that seems like what you're saying here is literally that. Like, I'm not going to love with actions, with words, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love with what I'm doing. I'm going right. to be that. I'm going to live that right. love outwardly towards other people and show that. Right. So... Yeah, that's so. Walking through that First John verse, it's you know, love is sacrifice, love is action, not words. Love is obedience to God and His commands. Love is trust, trust. in God. Okay. I mean, it sort of spells out in First John there. It doesn't sort of. It exactly it spells out what love is, yeah. and all none of these things are love is some feeling, right? right. I mean, I think most of us attach love with. That feeling, like when you first met your wife, you felt, you were like, man, I, lo- I think I love this. Or no, maybe not when you first, your, maybe not when you first met her, but at some point, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. At some point, I, I mean, that was, I said that wrong. At some <laughs> point when you had, fir- when you, right. before you were married, I'll put that, maybe not when you first met her, but at some point before you were married, 
you realize like man I, I love this woman and it it was this feeling but if it only is that feeling then at some point you cannot love that person well, what's if it? you don't add in sacrifice right. action obedience well, to god's word trust if you really if to you, other people if you really want to like i say if i really want to get raw and, why not and here. if i really want to get open and honest and vulnerable the way I loved Carrie for the first two years wasn't love at all. Hmm. I didn't know what love was. I never saw it growing up. I saw divorce. I saw abuse. I saw alcoholism. I saw, you know, that's what I grew up in. Mm -hmm. And so my, my love towards Carrie was based off of nothing right. until she unconditionally loved me when she didn't need to and she chose to stay with me and chose me to love me anyway despite my idioticness was the first time I really experienced loving her because I've never felt that before God loved me first mm -hmm. and when I knew that and when my life was changed when I accepted Christ in my life now I learned how to, now I could learn how to love Carrie in a manner that God wanted me to from him mm -hmm. So, you know, it's weird that you said that because I've never even thought about that. But, I mean, my first two years was nothing. You know, I, I did more hurt and pain, you know, in my wife's life than anything else. I, I think there's a... There's so a, I didn't, I couldn't love her until I experienced God's right. love through her. And I, really I think say. there's a distinct line there of prior to that, you were... The hurt that you were doing was was from a place of hurting. Oh yeah. Now, after that, if you do hurt, it's not from a malicious place. It's from a mistake. It's exactly. It's not. It's not. There's a difference. Yeah. Oh, there's a huge difference. Right. I mean, there's a big difference oh, between a big difference. like, hey, I'm I'm hurting this person because I'm hurting and I'm going to hurt. I want to. I want to hurt you. I want to hurt you. Right. Because I'm hurting yeah. and I need to unload this on someone right. else, versus. I just hurt you, and I didn't mean to right. do that. I had a long day or a long week. And or I'm just not good at this, maybe. Even. <laughs> right. well, there's times when oh, yeah. I feel like, there's times when it's, it's hey, I, you know, again, sometimes I'm talking with my kids, and I see the look on their face, and I go, man, I didn't I didn't, I didn't realize you were going to respond to that in that right. way. Right. right? I mean, it's been a long time since I've been 13 and 16, and so, and, and their lives are different than even, even if I was back then they're like they're like, so there's times when i say things and the look on their face i'm thinking man i hurt him when i said that i had no intention to right i didn't man i, I don't mean to no. and that's when the you know holy crap that's when conviction enters that's when i need to change something right and do something different right. here and yep. and again and that's where i feel like that's showing love again is when you go holy crap I didn't, I didn't mean to do that. Right. It's when you go, deal with a kid. Yeah, right. Suck Get over it. it. But you'll learn a lesson and never say that again. Right? right? That's not love. No. No. Even though people will make that I probably would have made that a case 10 years ago. Right? Yeah. Well, I'm teaching them how to be tougher. Tough love. Teaching them how to be tough. Right? You grew up on the mean streets. Right? Go to the College of Hard Knocks. Right? And it's like, no. You bonehead. Well, what there is, is that? There is tough love. I mean, there is, you know. There, yeah, there, 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 I can see that. I but mean, there is. Not, it can be taken. 
right way but there is there is moments too. where there is i mean just raising my kids there are there are moments where i mean i was pretty upfront to the true sure. point like you know you need to change this or your you you know your life's going to go downhill in a hurry there's reality right there's yeah. reality and there are some moments where i i believe even even says in psalms that god sits back and watches you know he he there are moments as a parent that your kids are going to do the same thing and you may have to step back and let them do it and know it's going to hurt them, you know. Yeah, you have to let them go through. Right. Right? Because, right. I mean, even, if you think about even even God, right? I mean, right. he's he still allows us to go through pain. Yeah. And yeah. part of love is allowing people to go through sometimes yeah. crap. Well, and that's, and that's feel, could be a, that could be a whole other podcast. Because we can't forget that there's an enemy in our life. Right. If we think God is just doing all these things to us and putting us through all these things to teach us things and stuff like this, then why do we need an enemy? Right. You know? So, I mean, that's a whole nother, you know, when it comes to God allowing and God takes everything the enemy meant for bad and turns for good, um, you know, sometimes we actually think that God's letting these things happen out of love to teach us something. And I'm not saying he doesn't do that, but then at the same time, we also need to know who's trying to steal, kill, and destroy our life, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but that's a whole other right. issue. But, yeah, you know, I, I love what you said. You know, it's different when you're operating from a hurting heart and right. you're operating out of a heart of love. When you're operating from a hurting heart, your purpose is to hurt people. You're, you're, you're doing that from, you know, uh, the desires of your heart is because you're in pain, so you're going to make somebody else feel in pain. Uh, but when you're operating out of the love of God or, you know, knowing the love of God in our own life and you do that, you get convicted immediately. Mm-hmm. You're convicted. Yeah. I and, mean, that and just I, happened to my daughter, Constance, just the other day. I said something and I was like, oh, my gosh, right. where did that come from? Right. Immediately said I was sorry. You know, I mean, it wasn't three minutes and I knew, you know, why? Because that's my heart is not right. not wanting to do that, you know. But Paul goes, you know, we talk about that a little bit. I do what I don't want to do sometimes, and I don't do what I do. And there's that battle that goes on. But I still think the more we, the more we trust and believe that God is love and that He loves us, the more we're able to operate out of that towards other people. And I feel like a lot of times when we're talking to guys, and you know, we talk about um, again the, the idea of, hey, you know. Where are you operating? Like what? What? What did? You, what were you operating out of when you did that? Though, right. you know, were you operating out of a place of brokenness and hurt and pain? Because then we have to go in and we have to heal that wound. Come on, and we've got to work through that, right? Yeah. If you're operating out of a place of where you're not, though, and you just made a mistake, then you know we're still going to do that. You're still going to have those moments. Yeah. You're still going to have those times. Then we have other work to do. Right now we need to work on how do we, what, what brought you to there, what got you to make that mistake. And now how do we walk through steps to, so that we don't do it again. Right. Because just because we didn't mean to hurt somebody, if we still did, then we're not operating out of love when we do that. So how do we go back and, and work through things so that the next time that comes up, that's not how you respond. Because the last thing we want to do is continue to do that and hurt the people around us right. and not operate out of, of Right, love, and right? that's where this scripture comes into mind, Ephesians 3.17. It says this, it says, Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust, right. there it is, in him. Your roots will grow down, grow down into God's love and keep you strong. 
like you say, what's rooted that my mm-hmm. roots ain't going into God there? And what do we got to do to get that root thick? We got to invite the love of God in right. to that area of your life, to that hurt or that pain that's causing us to react out of not out of love, but out of something else, right? Because my roots are grown into something that should not be there. And that's why I love when we do basic, because that's what basic does. It, it, it finds the things we've come into agreement with and those things in our heart that, that are not rooted in God. And, but what do we have to do? We have to realize that God wants them out. Why? Because he loves us. So we got to invite God's love into that area, give him that area of our life, turn it over to him, lay it at his feet. And, and then no. we're not making that same so mistake again. We're not, again. We're not getting ourselves in that place. That's the key is to work through that. So that then now you're operating out of, you're not hurting people out of a place of hurting. Right. And you're not hurting people out of a place of, oops, I'm making mistakes. You're trying to clean that up and love yeah. in a way that, that allows you to be, you know, I use the term with my kids all the time, you know, you're seen safe and heard. Right. Right. Which is, that's the place that we, that's my, you know, my mission as a, you know, if I, I did this mission statement for myself through some encouragement from you, um, around, you know, your, um, the, the, uh, um, the teaching series that you're doing with um, Dr. B, you know, right. around like having a mission statement. So I, I did a, like a boiled down version of that where I wanted just a, just a short, you know, and, and, and that's what I want. Like, I want to be a place where my kids and the people around me can be, can feel seen, safe, and heard, right? right? And, and both emotionally, physically, and, and uh, mentally, and, and spiritually, right? So um, it's basic, it's simple, but I think it encompasses a lot. And it really, when I think about, okay, where do I want to go next? And what more do I want to dive into? I base it around that. Like, does it, does it further me to reach this place more? Right. And so, you know, and having that allows me to then where, where am I making those mistakes out of? Is it out of a place of trying to, you know, trying to further myself in this? And then I made a mistake. And so I have to go back. I have to flush all that out right. and continue to grow, get deeper into God's love. Or is it a place of something where I got to go, hey, I need to dig this out because it's, you know, there's been plenty of times in the last couple of years where I'm like, man, I, like, I need to get down into this because it, I just unearthed something that's not happy. Right, and if it's you know if it's if it's a continual if it's a continual thing that you're doing consistently, well then it's probably a real problem. Yeah. Right? right. If it's something that happens because you slipped up or had a bad day, okay, that, you made a mistake, right. um, and that's that's the difference. I mean, the difference is okay. Am I constantly am I constantly being negative towards this person? Right. Okay. Well, where is that coming from? Because that's you know, and I really believe that the very fact that you know that you have a, a knowledge of, oh, that's not right, just goes to show you that the love of God's in you, right? Right. The fact that you recognize it, that's a huge factor. It's when you don't recognize something that you're consistently doing that's not right. Then that's then that's rooted. That's something deep in your soul that needs to get, God needs to miraculously get it out of you. Um, but everybody makes mistakes, except for Jesus. But everybody makes mistakes. You know, we all, we all have bad days. We all have... Um, uh, actions that we wish we wouldn't have done Mm -hmm. right Um, but once again how often do you do it how consistent are you in it Um, and what's the system around you to fix it right right. I mean how do you how do you fix it how do you what's around you which is again what we're doing here right and we can kind of wrap on that I guess you know is what what we're doing here is exactly that we're trying to give people the basis the knowledge some some stuff that we've done wrong, frankly. I mean, a lot of these conversations are like, hey, I screwed up on this in the past. 
And so let's kind of talk through it, right? Um, you know, our whole, this whole idea, this whole man-to-man idea is giving people some resources to f- to work through some of this Yeah, well, stuff. giving men, giving men the resources right. to work through these things. I mean, that's that's our goal. Yep. Um, so the, the website. Reality is, the yep. reality is, I mean, when it boils down to a nutshell, you know, God is loving. So even, even in my worst of sin, God still loves me. Right. Can we be that way towards other? That's that's what we're trying. That's, right? we're that's trying our mission. That's right. That's our mission. That's what we're trying to do. You know, despite their wrongdoings, despite what somebody does towards me, can I still love them like God chose to love me? Because hey, I'm a worse sinner than that person, probably. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, Paul says I'm the worst of the worst, right? And he says, but thanks to Jesus Christ. All right. And so, I mean, I think that's the best that we can do is if the reality of God loves me, even at my worst, can I love somebody else even at theirs? So it's cool, man. All right. So like subscribe, Facebook website, find us on all those places, registration for, um, I don't know when this is going to broadcast. So, uh, while our basic might be, might be going while this is no, it wouldn't be because no, this is going to be out on a Tuesday. So it might be right after. But anyways, if you go to our website, click on events. It'll have all the events that we have coming up or even other events that we know people that are putting on stuff that we're going to throw out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh, there's a lot going on right now. So follow us in all those places. We're going to keep doing this. Um, we've got a lot of cool stuff coming up. Um, again, it might actually be before this. So I don't want to like – I don't want to – I want to preface it because we might air this after some of the cool stuff, but we've got some cool stuff. I'm super excited for what's going on right now. Um, yeah, appreciate yeah. everything. And, and this uh, is, uh, you know, this is just those of you that are watching, this coming year is going to be a good year. Yeah. Uh, Denny and I and the, the crew that helps with Man to Man, we're getting excited. We're going to be having at least four events next year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so it's going to be a great 2023. Hopefully you guys had a good Christmas and, uh, you know, hopefully you have a good New Year's. So.